Should I engage in an office romance? P.S. My work wife has a better body than my actual wife does. Are you ready for a pillow fight? Rare. Michael. I'm the ooh-ah sensation, beautiful yet hungry, Donnie. <laughs> you hungry? I'm Is you hungry? <laughs> I'm hungry, honey. <laughs> oh, my God. We both have, like, food waiting on us. I'm salivating. First of all, it, it, it's the meow for me. <laughs> you know what's funny? I don't like cats. I don't like cats. You know what? You know what's so funny? I don't like cats either. <laughs> like, I love dogs. Like, you know what? I should have did an intro with something like a dog because clearly with a tattoo. I don't know oh, why. You should have been like, roof, roof, bitch. Right. I should have said, roof, roof is the top dog, Danny. I said, yeah, right? What? Anywho. <laughs> Missed opportunities. And I'm here by myself again. No, you're not. You again. know what? People. People love calling me throughout any time and day. My whenever, whenever we're filming and then someone calls him and he disappears, it's like, this is the only song that comes to mind. <sighs> I'm, 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 I'm still I'm, here. <laughs> the fact that I was just about to sing that, like, you're reading my mind. We're on the same wavelength. But what's Man. so crazy is, the, cra the craziest part about all this, Michael, is the fact that we were talking for like over an hour before we started recording and nobody called me. No Not one called. One we were talking for so long and that recording will be on my Patreon. No! <laughs> we'll see you twerking and every... Oh, wait, I was twerking too. All right, well, I'm going to rethink that. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, no, 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 no. Since you want to expose the fantasy... Roof, roof, bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, Danny, how's your week been? What have you been up to since the last time we spoke? As you know, just get hotter than hell. Just get, we speak all the time. <laughs> it's just getting hotter than hell. You know, it's like feeling 100 degrees and yet I'm wearing black. Great idea, right? I know. Um, Why did we choose to wear black today? Well, my, uh, my, my reason is um, that's the first thing I saw and I grabbed it. And I didn't, I was so, like so lazy to put some a t-shirt over my head. I'm like, it has to be a button front shirt or it's nothing at all. Child. You know what's so crazy? When you think about it, it's more work to button my shirt, so. What you should have put over your head was one of these scarves. Oh my God, wait, wait, wait. Right. FYI, y'all, I put Michael onto these, okay? <laughs> I, if you ever see his videos, I'm the one who did that. <laughs> yes, you, you did put me on. I'm taking the credit. You did put me on. And can I tell you, I've been at work all week wearing my scarf. You're lying. I promise you. I Because it's silk. And, you know, for or black hair, um, babe, it does, it, it, it's better because it doesn't break the hair. Why did I tie it so tight? And it feels so good, too, right? Like, it's just, it's like, I told you, like, this is really, really good. Like, so I, like, when I'm going to bed or if I'm going to take a shower or whatever, I would, like, put all my hair to the front, put this at the back, and then tie it up at the up front. Up on the front, like, yeah. So that there's no hair on my back, uh, on my neck. There's no hair in my face. And I woke up I woke up. Into, like, it's. it's Ooh, his <laughs> neck, his back. Is that? Is that? Uh, uh. You know, I forgot. I thought you were going to say the other part. <laughs> <laughs> the crack. Uh, so, yeah, I, I was getting ready for work Monday morning, and I did this, and I looked in the mirror on my way to go to my desk, because I went from home. <laughs> and I, was, that. I saw myself in the mirror with it. I was like, oh, this is the look for today. <laughs> and I was like, Y'all gonna see me on the Zoom with my hair, with my scarf wrapped up. With, I don't care. I'm sorry. Monique would Period. probably disown me, but <laughs> but the prints are so beautiful. Like, look, I just thought you can style it anyway. This is like this is this is now the new look, y'all. This is what you're getting today. They are beautiful. They are really beautiful. Like I us. Love them. 
Come on, face ruler. Period. Period. I was like saying that word, but I don't think I ever say it right. <laughs> I don't think. So I how do you say it, right. Michael? How do you say it? Uh, I, I try to. I try to do it in a high octave, with a like a period. It's <laughs> not <laughs> like Mickey Mouse. Because uh, whenever I hear the girls on like, oh, you do such a good impression. I wait. This is a hidden talent. Could you say something with that voice again? I can do it again. Hello, my name is Dan. I can't do it again. No, that's okay, wildly first all, accurate. First of all, somebody who's very near and dear to my heart always makes fun of me for it and always says that I sound like Mickey Mouse. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're, you're really giving Mickey right now. I've never heard you do that before. No. <laughs> I it's crazy because I don't see it. Like I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> I just don't see it. It's very that. It is very that. <laughs> I cannot do an impersonation or impression to save my life. There's no. You're one lying, that I can think Michael. Of. No, you're a lie. You would. You literally. You were just doing the. You know who. So you can definitely do impressions, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I might feel my oats in the mirror like Alyssa, but I don't think I could do Alyssa. Alyssa's voice is so, it's nasally and it's hoarse at the same time. I couldn't, <laughs> I can't. It is. She sounded like, she, she sound like she was, you know, she was smoking for a lifetime and at the same time was using a pump afterwards. It was just like- It's very, very distinct, it's very distinct. Mom, mom. Uh, uh, all the small uh-uh, Miss Mamas. Uh-uh. Back row? Uh, back row? You see, <laughs> I, I can only do my voice. I, I wish I could, like, impersonate someone. That would be kind of fun. That would be, be sickening. So what's your hidden talent, Michael? Hidden? I don't think any of my talents are hidden. Because I do it. On the, on the channel, you'll see me cooking. I throw down. Yo, yous. Um, yous come through in the kitchen. I'm speaking like I know that I'm not even trying. So I'm like, Listen, boy, look. But you, you, you can see it and you can that, tell, like, reason. what it's giving. Like, that you, you season, okay? You got that real, the real good, good food. You you know, you Jamaican background. Y'all play no games. You, you straight from the island. Period. Period. <laughs> see, you were so impressed. You sound like, you sound like, of oh. what? That didn't sound like nothing. That no, sounded like, like nobody. Have you ever seen? I advise everybody to go see the movie Taxi with Queen Latifah and Jimmy. Um, uh, Jimmy. Uh, One of my favorite movies. One of my favorite is movies ever. Literally, my favorite Queen Latifah movie. It's so fucking funny. You sound like the scene when they thought they was gonna die and they put on the laughing gas. <laughs> oh Superman. yeah, yeah. Superman. I remember that scene. You were gonna screw. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna go watch that. If you're on my Patreon, let me know if you'd like to have a watch party with us watching that. That would be oh, so Oh, let's fun. do it. That would be so much fun. Let's do it. We'll I'm do down. That. Oh, my God. I, I'm, I'm going to watch Taxi it. again. It is the first time I was introduced to Jimmy Fallon. I was like, he's hilarious. He's Queen so Latifah, funny. Queen Latifah, Queen. Like, it's such a good movie. He but took a know, fucking taxi to go up, to, <laughs> up the block. Up the block. <laughs> like, that shit was so funny. Anyway, ridiculous. But, yeah. but my favorite movie from Queen Latifah is Last Holiday. I had a feeling he's gonna say that. That movie is so sentimental. I'm so sappy with movies sometimes. Like when I watch that, every single time when, um, 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 um <laughs> he said, "I'm gonna feel my fantasy." Wait, come wait. on, Ice City Bounce. It's not Ice What's his name? The rapper. Hello, Cool J. LL Cool J. I've been talking about ice. I'm like, it's not ice. I know it's not iced tea. Wait, hold but, on. Speaking of ice, real quick, I'll let you carry your thought. Have you seen Ice T's child? They're twins. They are twins. Babies. Baby. Baby. Like, oh. let me tell you something. There's a saying where I'm from, like, if the baby come out looking like the mom or the dad specifically, they put in work, up, right? They're the one putting in all the work. <laughs> he was putting the work. What I like, tell you, that day Coco was just laying there like I don't want to do nothing today, and Ice was like, "I right, bet 
and this child came out looking like a clone of his of her daddy. Like, Coco, so... <laughs> like literally Coco. Just bitches laid there. Just gave birth to a clone. A light, light, white clone. It's so scary. But the means be killing me. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to get you. I just had to bring it up. The LL Cool like, J. Yeah. Who's whenever, a great actor, by the way. He's a really good actor. Like, yeah. when I find that a lot of rappers, when they go into acting, they really do well. They do. They, they do, do amazingly. Uh, like, Method Man. He's a great actor as well. Yeah, he's, Method Man's actually great. Like, he's, they're all just, it's so interesting that these men that come from the streets, because, you know, I'm from the streets, I'm from the hood. Ludicrous. I'm a hood nigga. <laughs> but you know, you know, we <laughs> we do the damn thing. You feel me? Oh, you hood, Danny. I'm you hood, hood, Michael. You hood. You hood. I'm that. I'm that meme. <laughs> I'm that meme where you see Princess Bubblegum and all the hood, <laughs> all the hood guys in the photo. I'm Princess Bubblegum like this. When you gay, but everybody in the hood mess with you. That's me. Like gangsta. What's up? What's shot? Like <laughs> what up? Like no, but no, that's really I was born and raised in the hood. I'm from East Harlem, if y'all didn't know that. I'm from Spanish yeah. Harlem, so tell them exactly where to find you. What's your, your zip code again? <sighs> Why do you need to know? So they can know where to pull up. <laughs> Listen, I ain't gonna try to have somebody pull up on the strap. Like <laughs> but no. People was crazy out here, okay? But no, all right. But seriously, I was just say, yeah, I am from, I grew up in the hood. So it's interesting to like see these guys just like, just be so successful and you know, like they're hood men and just be great actors. Like, it's they phenomenal. obviously grew up in a very macho environment and now they yes. transition to do acting and they've acted in so many different roles that are not stereotypically black men roles. You know, it's like they've shown a lot of range and they're amazing. Absolutely. And it's crazy because it's funny you mentioned Last Holiday. The movie was so good. And you know I'm a sensitive soul. So like, you probably just cried. like, you know you cried. Okay, because you're the one who brought it up. <laughs> the only part that made me almost want to cry was when uh, LL Cool J found out that she was going to die. And then, spoiler alert, if you're, the movie came out like alert, 50 alert, years ago. alert, alert. <laughs> They found out that she was going to die, and he was, like, traveling, and he hates flying. He hates snow and all that. He's traveling to go see her, and then everyone in the hotel finds out she's dying, and everyone's crying. And it was just, I was just there, like... First of all, I... Spoiler alert! Alert, alert, alert! They, her, her skin got switched. <laughs> what was it, like a dog or a cat or something like that? Wait, what got switched? Because she wasn't really gonna die, they switched her. Oh, her scan, like a cat or like a oh, yeah. scan. Like, and I was screaming. It was, was a doctor like, for me. It was a doctor for me. He was just distraught. He was like, "I'm quitting medicine. I cannot live." But it was a good movie. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. I'm gonna rewatch that again world. too. If you like, was in that I, situation. I, I really do go back and watch a lot of old films just because they're so good. No, old films are great. Like, I, like we have classics too, but my all-time favorite classical movie in the genre of us is Sister Act 2. Oh, happy joy, day. Joy, Lord, we adore thee. God of glory, Lord above. Right, like flowers now that's that's my joy. Hold on, you that with oh. God? Yeah, you. Yeah, you know. You know. that with God? Yeah, you know. Everybody. All right, we don't want to get copyrighted. Right, really. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a thing. <laughs> See, we. <laughs> but um, we can't just go off on tangents. Like, yeah, that's what we do. We gotta keep it within the realm of what we're here to talk about. But before we get into the topic, have you, we watched Normani's video for Wild. Tell me the name of this again, because Wild Slide. Wild Side. Mm-hmm. That's the one we watched. It's that. Side, we, not slide. Side, yeah, Wild Side. Oh, I said slide. Like I thought it was like a wild slide. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I mean, I, I would be down mind. for a name called the the title being Wild Slide. Now that. Do, 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 do. <laughs> 
out and down for that. Let me tell you, we just watched it before we came on here, and um, the song, in the beginning of it was like, ooh. I was like, ooh. Okay. It was fun. cute. I was like, fun. Yeah, it and was like... It, it, came, it, it kept going, and then I was like, I'm not going to remember any of this tomorrow. <laughs> like, no. So on a real... I'm not going to remember any of these lyrics. I'm not going to be singing this tomorrow in the shower. I'm not going to be singing this or humming it tomorrow. But I will remember the outfits and the... I, wouldn't, I won't even remember the choreography. The choreography really? was great. It was good. It was really good. There were like <laughs> a moment where I was like... It was good? <laughs> yes, it was really good. It really, really... I remember a lot of moments where... A whole, a whole heap of time, me out. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I just, I just threw that in there to like mess with you guys. And some of you be asking, what? "Where are you from? Where no. from? What's that accent?" I was like, "You know, I don't know where my accent comes no, from." No. Like, <laughs> me not what you say, cause what you say. <laughs> I can't speak what? Patois. That was terrible. What is that North first American? Of all, first of all. It's like an American. First of all, I am not what doing it at was all. That? <laughs> well, first of all, I am not Jamaican, and you—you uh, got to pull it out. You got to pull it out. Like, pull it out. Do it. Do 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 it for the culture. <laughs> do it for the culture. Also, is saying Miss Norman. Like, there are a lot of times in her with the choreography. I was like, this is some dope, dope choreography, but. And it, and it feels like there are some moments there that want to be viral, but there's just too many moments. You see when Rihanna does a, a music video, mm -hmm. Beyonce, um, even Sierra, like these girls that they do their music videos, they make sure that there's a focal point, there's a routine, there's a dance break that they want you to remember. So right. the video goes around and it focuses on this moment. So you're like, ooh, I'm gonna remember this move and this move is dope. But there are so many great moves and great moments in her video for Normani. I was like, I'm not gonna remember any of this. They're like, I'm gonna look back and say, you were doing acrobats, you were uh, acrobatic stuff, you were doing mm -hmm. flips and dips and spins and head turns and everything and it was right. amazing. But I will not remember this choreography and I will not remember this lyric. Maybe I wasn't connecting with it. <clears throat> and I, I'm now just putting two and two together because as you said that, you are right. There was too much going on. Granted, I will say this. All the visuals, beautiful. The, the fit, outfits, my, the oh my face, God, stunning. My favorite was the leopard print with the, with the pump. And when she poured the drink, with the opening was very strong. The do -do 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 -do, right? Really? Okay, come yeah. on, come on through. Come on through with the sponsors. But I feel like there was like too many moments where she was trying to do to, to make it a throwback. We know she sampled the Elias song. That's fine. But even but did with, she though? Oh, she said she did. No, I thought she said she did it. Did she say I, that? Yeah, Somebody in the comments fact checked for us because yeah, I know you guys watching, check. I know you know. You know. Yeah, you know, know. I know that we know that you that know. we don't really know nothing. <laughs> right. But no, I'm telling you, I believe like the person that, granted, let me say this again, the video was very Aaliyah-esque in the future. It was giving me that a lot of, a lot of moments with Aaliyah. Sickening. The song, Mama, garbage. <laughs> like, trash. Garbage. No shade. No shade. Like, what's the Tagaga? It's trash. But and I'm gonna keep this tight. Well then, tell us how you really feel. Like, don't hold back. Please. Oh no, I never do. Never do. <laughs> but no, all jokes aside, like literally the song is not, it's not going to chart. It's really not going to chart. In my opinion, it's not going to chart. I could be wrong. You never know. I saw a lot of nostalgic moments. It's like the way she sang the song, the moments she was trying to give with the outfits. The, the, when she was in that purple thing, purple dress on the floor and the guys are dancing. Yeah. Over, I got a Beyonce vibe. And then the, the, the 360. Yeah. I got a lot of Alia. I got a lot of just early 2000s, late 90s references, and she's good for that. Bomb video. I will probably remember the video for a while because I but do remember so much going motivation, on, like, but I don't remember the song motivation. Yo, Adi, real quick, because about the Aaliyah situation, I remember reading 
Okay, y'all, America, Canada, wherever you are watching, we love y'all. Spain, Australia, UK, Spain, Australia, South Africa. Everybody in the South comments is always telling me where you're from. I'm Japan, you out. Tokyo, everywhere, everywhere, Russia. <laughs> Please let us know because Is I'm anyone from like, Russia like, told me they're from Russia in the comments? Probably not. I don't know. Hey, Russia. Today will be the day. <laughs> but <laughs> today will be the day. And that's not comment where you're from. Like, I love that. Comment I'd love to know. Yeah. That. Where are you from? But the, the guy holding Aaliyah's music was basically saying that she had sampled Aaliyah's, Aaliyah's song. And I was like, no, I didn't. Not at all. So I mean I could be wrong, but that's what I read, and no, that's 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 not on that. Yeah, well, that's that on Normani and everything else we talked about that didn't have nothing to do with the topic today. Today's topic <laughs> is advice. We're gonna be giving people some advice. People wrote in on the internet saying, "This is my situation. This is what I'm going Ooh. through." Ooh, and can you help me, please? Tell can you help me. We, trust me, if there's anybody that can give any great advice, it's Michael right here, okay? I mean, and, you know, I'm going to give you the honest truth. <laughs> no filter. <laughs> um, so, all right. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read them all. And I can't wait to hear what your take on this is. I'll give my two cents, but I'm really just interested in hearing what Danny has to say. Well, Danny, this, pers this person wrote in, and they said, I've been dating my partner for a year and six months, and they haven't asked me to move in with them. I'm beginning to wonder if it will last. How soon is too soon to move in with your partner? Okay, first and foremost, why are you rushing? A year and six months? I don't think y'all should be ready to move in yet. Some people date for over three, four, five years and don't move in with each other because some people like their space. Maybe your partner likes having their own situation and like having their own space. You ever think about that? Have you ever lived with a partner before? Absolutely, positively, no. <laughs> 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 and I think it would take me at least uh, around three years or maybe two, two years, you know, like, because you really don't know a person. It takes you like a full year to really get your foundation set in your relationship. So the fact that you're stating that it's only been a year and six months and you're trying to like rush in and move in or they not, did not ask to, for you to move in, it's kind of like maybe take a step back, review your relationship and your foundation of the relationship, and then really take into account like, okay, we're still building. Had we not built a foundation and I moved in, we can crack and, and everything's going to just crush. And now I'm living in a space where I don't want to be with somebody I don't even like anymore. You know, so really take the time to really understand your partner and build that foundation, make it stronger before even trying to move in. So don't yeah. take personal Google. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I have a bunch of questions because I need to know, like, how old these people are. Because if you're, like, really young, I'd be like, sit your ass down and relax. And shut the hell but, up. <laughs> <laughs> shut the hell up, bitch. <laughs> like, uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> if they are, if these people that are dating are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, like, ascending, I would say, hmm, after a mm. year and a half, it might be fine not to be moved in together, but you should at least know if it's on the table, you know, like right. know if it's something that you'd like to get to within six months after this. Like, is it that at the two year mark, we'd like to have a serious conversation or whatever. But I feel like if you're in an older relationship or a more mature relationship at a year and six months, you should have had that conversation to be like, would we like to be in each other's spaces like all right. the time? Or are we just good being whatever we are right now? Agree. But also, when you move in with somebody, like dating somebody and being with your partner doesn't mean you can live with them just yet. Because some people have house habits that you may do or they may do that might irk your nerves and something that is going to mess up y'all relationship. Like, that's it. why it's even hard to, like, live with roommates, you know, because everybody operates differently. 
people like people move out. Like when I was in college, granted, I had a messy ass roommate who did not throw out his garbage, and that's just not gonna work for me. Like I used to be on him. I literally stacked his garbage in front of his door. You know what you know what this guy did? You know what this guy did, Michael? Put it back you in the yours. No, he walked over the garbage, went into the bathroom, used the bathroom, didn't wash his hands, comes back, goes over the garbage, closes the door. I was I'm telling you, my friends help me back. Nasty. I was, but yeah, but like you don't know if y'all ready to make those steps. Like, have y'all spent a vacation together? Did y'all go vacation together? Have y'all seen what it's like? Yeah, that's have why it's like hard for me to be know? like giving proper advice when I don't know a lot of details. It's just like to have a conversation. If you want to move yeah. in with this person, have a conversation. And they will tell you how they feel about it. And then from there, you both can decide if you're going to wait, you're going to jump the gun and do it now, or you're just going right. to leave each other alone. Right. I love uh, that. This person says, my boyfriend sometimes goes weeks without touching me. And when I talk to him about it, he jokes about it and says that I'm needy. How does one deal with a lack of intimacy in their relationship? <clears throat> you need some if water? I myself. I'm really out of it, though. <laughs> uh, what do you think? What do you think? He's got to go. It's cut off. <laughs> He's either, so, I, you know what? I'm about to say he cheated, but no, you never know. You know, like, I don't know somebody's circumstances, but when it comes to the lack of touching for weeks, why is that? If y'all, if like, why is your partner not touching you for weeks? Are you getting pleasure for somebody else? And you know, you get a little, a little play from somebody else, or is it the fact that you're, you're not feeling the relationship anymore? It's not something you're, you're not sexually attracted to this person anymore. Like, what is it? You know, I personally believe that a conversation needs to be held because they, this person did state that this person jokes about it like it's funny, right? So they're yeah. downplaying the seriousness of your situation. It so, seems to me that this, the person that is, um, well, the boyfriend, they did say the boyfriend. So the mm -hmm. boyfriend seems like they have an issue with their partner. I don't know if the person yeah. wrote in is a girl or a boy or non-binary, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But the boyfriend seems like they have an issue with this person. Maybe they have beef. You know, a lot of times in relationships and you have, a, you have beef with your partner, mm -hmm. but they're not addressing it. And mm -hmm. so they walk around upset, not being intimate, not being playful, not touching their partner. And when the partner confronts them, instead of being a grown up about it and be like, you it's know, I'm, mad at, I'm mad at you for doing something, mm -hmm. they just be like, haha, you're so needy. And then they go on about their business. I would have to have a serious conversation with this person like, you have not touched me. And when I talk to you about it, you make it seem trivial. So this is what it right. is either we get back to normal or and you have a conversation with me to like work through whatever problems we have because we do have problems or we just gotta go and people if you send That's in questions I'm my <laughs> it feels like sometimes my go-to response is we gotta go <laughs> so I'm but sorry. you know what but you know what but you know what though because Sometimes I could be like that too. You gotta go, right? And look, 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 this just fell. That's how you know what I'm about to say is real. Okay, this just fell out my head. I'm getting heated because I'm putting myself in, in these people's shoes, right? What would what, what, what I have done? If you're laughing at me and you're downplaying the situation, you're not taking me serious. And immediately I'm gonna say something. So you need to say something. Whoever this person is writing in and listening, you need to say something and be like, I feel like you're not taking my feelings into account, okay? Mm -hmm. I feel very personal about yes. what you just did, okay? Yes. You're treating me as if I'm not your partner. Yes. yes. So with that being said, if we cannot have a serious conversation, there are multiple paths I can take. I can leave your ass in the dust, or, you know, we work on this. We work on this. You're willing to listen. Just listen and apply what I'm saying. Not listen and let it go through one ear. No, listen and apply what I'm saying. I'm telling you something is bothering. Just and, saying. And that's me, like, just acting it out for all of you who weren't, like, if you weren't listening to him but you were watching, you got what was, what was being said. <laughs> uh, like the that. next question. I look like a little genie. I feel like a little genie. <laughs> 
I'm a genie in a bottle. Oh, whenever I think, ever since I saw this video, anytime I think of genie in a bottle, I think of the girl in the iPhone store doing this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so she was like, she was doing, oh my God, I wish they could sit in. You're listening in. Please go watch the video because this is joke. But oh my, oh. that is, my God, that's so funny. You Ooh. know what I look like right now? What? I look like Will Smith in the, in the Aladdin movie. <laughs> yeah, giving very well. Very much Oh, this, this, this is a, this is a, no, oh, this is a this is an okay one. This okay. person says, "I don't cook and clean, and so my mom tells me no man wants a useless princess, oh. and to get a husband, I need to learn to be more domestic." Okay, mama, but <laughs> right, like <laughs> I'm like your mama be dragging you, right? Um, but more? I'm yes, she's like, but I'm great at a lot of other things. Why do you think there is pressure to be marriage material? First of all, I've been told I was marriage material, so I don't know what. Heard it, Michael. <laughs> yes, marriage material. First of all, this is what I have to say to that question. Mm. I don't want to be like Cinderella, sitting in a dark, old, dusty cellar, waiting for somebody to come and set me free. And what I mean by that song is, first of all, the mother, maybe. She, she's old school, older and old school, probably um, from a different housewife. I feel like for a mom to say that to you, your mom has to either be like Southern or from mm. a different culture or just really old. Yeah, like, oh, oh, like, like women are supposed to be the housewife. Let, let me just say this, right? Because to, to label a woman and like a certain role is not okay with me. Mama said useless princess. Yeah, that's ridiculous. To that, mama, mama, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Okay. What I would say but, is this: you don't need to cook and clean to catch a man. A lot of these girls out here on Instagram got met, got plenty of men, and I, with those nails, they can't cook and clean. With the exactly. little bit I got, and I can barely do nothing with it. So you can no, bag you somebody. <laughs> but but I will say this though, right? Cook and cleaning because you don't do that. Don't do it for the pleasure of a partner. Do it for yourself. Yeah. Do it for yourself. These are things you should know. Like, like, like just God forbid, you, could, you don't know what can happen to you in any circumstance or situation. And let's say you're living alone. Eating out all the time is not healthy. I know I'm one to talk. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> don't worry. I was like, I saw that. <laughs> Same. But, you know, like, these are essential things that you need to know just for yourself. So do it for yourself. Like yeah, what the um, mama said was a little foul though. Okay. Like princess. Yeah, it was, it was a, it was a little bit um, aggressive. <laughs> it was a little yeah, it was. aggressive. Uh, what I would say to this microaggressions woman is um, if you don't want to cook and clean, don't cook and clean because a lot of men aren't looking for that. If she says she's great at a lot, a lot of other things, I don't know what, she could be bomb in bed. What she are you could implying? Money. What so are you implying? Where you are lacking, find a man that will pick up the slap there. Find a guy who loves to cook and clean. How about that? All right. Make it work. All right. Listen, listen. I, I know how to season the hell, the hell out of some good food. But like actually cooking it is a little more, a little more difficult for me. So but, you see, so all you got to do is find someone who likes to cook it, but not season it. Right. Compatibility, guys. Like, yeah. find your niche. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe you like um, girls. Who cares? Like, why do I got to be a man? Mama. Because mm -hmm. I like no. girls, too. Okay. <laughs> you did not believe me. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. This person said, um, I'm married and I love my wife, but my work wife treats me way better. She takes care of me and she babies me the way I like. She even tried to hang out with me outside of the office at her place, hangouts in quotations, but I know it can easily lead to sex if I initiate it. 
Should I engage in an office romance? P.S. My work wife has a better body than my actual wife does. You start Curtis. Curtis was supposed to love me. Love me. He was. You were supposed to love. Oh, myself out on the line. Like that was too kind. No, ma'am. Okay. This no is ma'am, no ham, no green eggs and ham. <laughs> so <laughs> I can relate to having a little office romance or like a work husband or work wife. Oh, pick your job <laughs> off the floor. <laughs> because uh, whenever you're at the office, you are around people for all these hours in a day and you work closely with each other. And there's some, sometimes it's a little crush. Sometimes yeah. it's a little flirtation sometimes it's just a little we look out for each other you're my work wife i'll come to work and i'll bring two coffees i'll, I'll bring you one if you go to lunch and i'm and i'm busy yeah. working you'll buy me lunch and we'll you know hang out because you have to find someone at work to like be your rock especially if, right. if it's a job that you don't love because you'll go crazy right but um i ain't never had one when i was in a relationship and so if I wanted to act on it, I could have, but I would have never because I'm the type of person when I'm at work, I like to keep it like we work in business and there's nothing that's going to happen here. Um, but now my question is, though, Michael, right? This is my question to this. How far are you letting this person go? Like, you're, it sounds like like if they treat you better, you're allowing this to happen. You're not stopping this behavior. You're, you're enabling it. Oh, which yeah. is, he's definitely which enabling. Like you, you can tell this person loves attention and they love to be catered to. And it seems like right. this work wife, this woman at work that is treating him very well. And so he's having one of those symptoms, that 80-20 thing, you know? Oh, yeah. He's at... Come on, why did I get married? Oh, oh, okay. Now, he got the wife at home giving him the 80 and he feels like, Oh, she doesn't baby me enough. She doesn't rub my shoulders enough. She doesn't. You a like, grown ass man. Do what you Tell me I'm pretty <laughs> enough or whatever. Right. This woman at work, she sees me for a few hours out of the day, and she never sees me at my worst. Like when I'm at home, when I'm not shaven, when I just mm -hmm. stink up the bathroom, mm -hmm. and when I, I have my socks all over the house. She's not seeing that part of you. She's seeing put together professional work side you. of you. Working. And so she's she's giving you this twenty percent that feels like it's, it's something that you're missing at home. It's like the grass is not always greener, sweetheart. And the it's fact not. that you're out here considering like, should I go further? Because you can tell if she if you initiate, she will put out. And you're contemplating doing it. You're trash. Trash, mama, papa, trash. And I, honestly, I'm dehydrated talking about it. No, no, I agree with everything you're saying. It's like, sorry to this man. I do not know this man. If I saw this man walking down the street writing questions, I would be like, But right, but it's like, for you to say this, did you have conversations with your wife, your partner, about like how you're feeling? You know, not saying about the office wife, because you would know that, I don't know, it was me, I'm, I'm wild now. Like, it sounds like very much like obsessed. But, <laughs> you know, like... Like, I, yeah, no, mm -mm, chop, hiya. Like, you need to really reevaluate what you want out of life. Like, you need to reevaluate. I don't know if you have kids with your wife or what the situation right. is, but you have a family at home. A family. if this wife is for you and if you feel like you need more time to go home in these streets. Is it, right, is it but that you, the streets but you're are married, like, 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 you had time before your marriage to do this. Well, we don't you know. know. We don't, I don't know if they're arranged or they got married out of high school. Oh, that's the story. Ooh. But all I'm saying is have a conversation with your wife. Let her know your thoughts. So listen to this question. I've been working at my job for seven years. And this guy that I train, who is now on the same level as me, he can afford expensive lunches and dresses very well. I'm curious, is it okay to ask him how much money he makes? Now, I've had someone ask me, 
how much money I made before. And because we were on the same level, I knew I made more money than the person did. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't cool for them to ask me that question. I'm like, I can't tell you that. Because now all you're going to do is like resent me and start going to people and making the big stink out of it. I had the good sense to negotiate my salary, one, and two. Right, baby. Business moves. Smart man. And every quarter when they're like, oh, you're doing amazing. And this is, and I'm like presenting, this is what I've contributed. I'm like, I need more money. And they gave me. Closed mouths don't get fed. So. Oh, say it again. Say it again (laughs) for the people listening in the back, Michael. Closed mouths don't what? Get fed. Like, if you want it, ask for it. So I don't think it's appropriate to ask someone you work with how much money they make. If you're close friends with them, I guess this person thought we were close like that. Um, right. But this is just like my experience, not the quest, the question. Um, I kind of skirted it, but my advice to you is, if you're not close to this person, don't ask that question. You're gonna make things right. very awkward. If you feel it's like- It's unprofessional to even ask those questions. Yeah, it's anyways. not very professional. I, listen, I share, I used to share my salary with certain people like if, we're close and you want to know i'll be like this is what i get and this is and this is how i got it because this is what i asked for and i didn't go and ask for it before i had certain things in place where they could where i'm undeniable um but because it doesn't seem like you know this person very well i'll just be like it's kind of inappropriate so no don't do that what i would have done i would have reevaluated my situation i've been at this job almost about to 10 years right you know, seven years is a long time. Seven years is a really long time. And I'm, I'm going to be like, look, I need to negotiate a, like a new salary and, and a raise. I need to negotiate. I need to negotiate this because now it comes to play like I need to negotiate more money. And at this point, you have a right to. You can like, you know, like Michael said. But there are a lot of things that can be at play here. Like it. The, this person could just come from a wealthy family and he has money outside of work. <laughs> this That's person true. could just That's have money thinking. outside of work. It doesn't mean, just because they dress well and they can afford big lunches does not mean that they're getting all their money from one source. They could be scamming on the side, baby. They you don't know. You don't know. You never know. So jump into conclusions. I don't know about that. But, just, just by a person's aesthetic. And 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 by, by like the way they eat, like who knows? This person just likes luxurious things, you know. They they take properly. Of course, like you never know. Like, like I've well, I've never when I worked at certain places, I've always had like nice lunches, and I go to nice restaurants to eat. And oh really? I always look nice, I dress proper. Didn't mean For I got lunch? money like that. Because you know, you take an hour. I want to go sit somewhere nice and eat the knife and fork. You know, you know, just give me a little more. I budget for that, and I'm and I, and I know what I'm doing, so I can yeah. like afford to do that. And again, I was a young man, and I don't know this person and their fit family situation. You right. probably have mouths to feed. This person probably has no one to feed, so they got right. That's disposable true, the income. Too. So there's a lot of factors to this. Do not yeah, ask somebody what that. they make. Don't ask them that. But That's I will true. say this. If you feel like you need to no be, money. yeah, you like, like, like you need to be elevated more in your work field, like with your source of income, I suggest you literally speak up to upper management and, and like, you know, basically talk, talk, like just open your mouth and speak, make a case, make a strong, solid case as to why you should be eligible to get this raise. You deserve it. And I don't believe in people coming up like, I've been here for 50 years, I want to raise. Like, come to management or go to management saying, I've been here for this long, and this is what I've contributed, and this is where my value is. This is what the statistics to show what I've been doing and what the effect has been on the company. Your value, sell yourself. You are a product at this point, sell yourself. Like, I know damn well. I know I, damn well I'm a contributing factor to my job and I need a raise, okay? Period. You so, better ask somebody. Oh, trust me. I've been talking about it perfectly. And, but the thing is, I'm not going to shut my mouth about it. You see, I'm still going to go say, say, say. As Give you me should. that money, honey. Now, we have the last one. 
Oh, I like these questions. I know these, these people really have problems in these streets. You know what? Hold on, real quick. Can we hear about y'all problems in the comments? Like y'all got something to ask? Let me stop. <laughs> I'm joking. I mean, if y'all want to do that, you can. The comments are free to say what you want. Um, but if you yeah. want us to, if you want us to like answer your questions and give you advice, you can send me a DM on my Instagram. Yeah. My or Danny, like, and we'll keep you anonymous, of course. No one knows who we're talking about here. Uh, you, your information's always on the screen, <laughs> not in the comments. <laughs> this person says, I was says, being messy. I was, I was being messy. I was joking. <laughs> this person says, um, I haven't, I know, th- and I think my email address is in here too, somewhere. Uh, this person says, I have an OnlyFans and I'm a sex worker. Well, no, sorry, I'm a proud sex worker. I have an OnlyFans and I'm a proud sex worker. I don't have a lot of relationships or relations, so I'm assuming sex. Uh, most of the times I only have relations when I'm at work. So it's like when they're having sex, they're only doing it for work reasons. I am shy. Ooh, this is spicy. <laughs> they say I'm shy and I would love to be in a relationship, but a lot of guys are intimidated by me and they wanna know, am I a thought? Like, you know, T H A T. Like a thought. That that part. And you're unworthy. Thought right. They want to know if they're a thought and they're unworthy of love because they're half naked slash fully naked online most of the time. So are you really shy? That's a though? whole lot. That's a whole lot of whole lot of. That's a whole lot of whole lot of whole lot of whole lot of. But are you really shy though? Let's. <laughs> I mean, I think you can. I think you can be like a sex worker or an exotic dancer and be shy because it's just a job. Like. I'm here putting myself out there in front of a camera. I'm not naked. But I feel naked sometimes because I have to be talking about my personal business and I'm right. very, very private. And right. um, I'm not. I, I, <laughs> you're not. You will, you will share whatever. But on a real though, I'll, I talk to, to you guys on YouTube all the time, but I'm very... I'm not that person. And so right. it's weird to do it, but it's like, it's kind of a job or it's just something I do. So I do it. But outside of this, I'm to myself really, and I'm not doing the most. Absolutely. So I get it. Absolutely. But I, to answer their question, am I a thought and unworthy of love? Um, no, you're worthy of no, love. You're not. And just because you have sex for work does not mean that there's not some person out there that will love you for who you are and will celebrate you for all that you do and cheer you on. They'll be the one to pack your kit with your lube and your wipes and they'll be the one to like come and clean you down and bring you home and- That's commitment. Readily, like, what, <laughs> but, like if you love him, do it. But at the same time, it depends on like the person too. Like it depends on if the person's even comfortable with taking those steps with you, which is, which can cause insecurity, right? For example, I know, I, it's funny because I, I did a poll on my story and I was like, would you date somebody that does OnlyFans and you know work like that? Surprisingly, majority of people said yes, which I thought was shocking. So there are people out there that are willing to date and be with a partner who does OnlyFans and who you know, is, is a proud sex worker, you know? But for me personally speaking, I don't think I would be able to deal with that because I'm like, what's mine is mine. You know, and I feel like sex, Territorial. some people, right. But, but not just that sex is so sacred to me, at least like we talked about it multiple times. It's an exchanging of energies. Yeah. Like I could so, do that to our job because I, yeah, a job, that's tough. I just having a bunch of people around me freaks me out much less having like some, I have, I don't know. Uh, plus I have performance <laughs> anxiety, like, ugh, like cameras, people. They'd be like, I me? Can't, I can't do it. Who do it? Y'all have to get out of the room. But <laughs> what you do does not determine like if you're gonna find love. There, right. the world is so much more open. There's somebody out there. Trust. Right. Right. I I, I know a couple that both have OnlyFans and they both sleep with people together and sleep with other people. But at the end of the day, they come home to each other. They know where home is. 
And it's like, you know, it, like don't you find love, right? So don't yeah. be shy about it. Just be open with you. So be honest. Like honesty is key for anybody. Like, and sometimes I'm honest to a fault. But you know, it is what it is. So I suggest to this last individual with this last question that throw yourself out there and be open and be willing to be vulnerable with other people and have those conversations. Open yourself up. Allow yourself to love and just be accepted for who you are as an individual. Well said. Open your heart to it. And if you're looking for a certain type of person, go where that certain type of person is going to be. Like, right. no, on a real, you, people are always like, I want a good man. And then you go hang out at the basketball court near to the strip mall where they sell drugs on the side. It's like, you want a good man? Or and you that's want where a you're going? Like, what are you looking for? You know, you know what's so crazy, Michael? I, I've, I've thought about this for like a really, really long time. And I think I know what I've been looking for. Uh, it's crazy to think about it too. Like, no, seriously, like I, I've, I've, I've just been trying to go where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside. <laughs> uh, if you want to go where the money reside, go join yourself a country club. <laughs> I'm just saying, or something. That's, that sounds appealing. <laughs> you know, I was looking at country clubs just today. I was like, there's one on the street from me. I should check it out. <laughs> you serious? That's so cool. I cannot wait to come to Toronto. Yes. Oh. This summer, we're going to be painting Toronto black. Down. <laughs> and Down. that's it for this week's video, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And for more behind the scenes tea and us acting a complete mess, go over to my patron, oh my Danny, God. and all his platforms because he is hilarious. He is amazing and talented. Awesome. Vogue, Vogue, the house down. My biggest supporter and one of my best friends. Oh, I love you, Michael. Say. <laughs> <laughs>